Hello, and welcome to the Logistics Podcast. I am your host, Bonnie Cliff, Content Coordinator for SHD Logistics. Thanks for joining us. This is Let's Talk Logistics. This week, we will hear about AI in the supply chain from Polly Mitchell Guthrie, Vice President of Industry Outreach at Canaxis. As anyone who has driven down the A303 will know, Stonehenge is a sight to behold. It may seem a relic of the early days of humanity, but the Stone Circle in rural Wiltshire highlights some key lessons that ring true to modern logistician. Polly will discuss how Stonehenge illustrates three essential components to integrating artificial intelligence technologies alongside a robust workforce in your logistics operations. Hello, I'm Polly Mitchell Guthrie, and today I'm going to talk to you about what Stonehenge can tell us about the future of supply chain. Planning involved in building Stonehenge was momentous and planning is still huge today. Value chains were and are global. Innovation is critical for supply chains and supply chains have always been built by and for humans. Think about planning Stonehenge. It had to be designed, it had to be sourced, and it had to be constructed. Hundreds of people had to be involved. They had to move the raw materials on site. They had to shape those raw materials into the finished components for building using tools like flint hammer stones and other ones available to them at the time. And then they had to actually erect the stones, move them from the lying on the ground to the upright position we know them for. The planning involved in supply chains today is actually even more momentous because in the times of Stonehenge, supply chains were linear. We just moved things through the chain. But today's value chains are long and complex. What makes them so complex? Many, many factors. Just to give two examples, One might be your bill of materials. For example, if you make an automobile, it can have more than 30,000 parts across multiple tiers of suppliers. On the other hand, if you're a CPG company, you may have a distribution intensive model where you're aiming to saturate your markets across multiple channels. And you may even have both. Regardless, your supply chain needs agility to be able to ensure that you can respond to customers. Now we know that Stonehenge was sourced globally. More recent analysis techniques, advances in archaeology, have allowed us to actually pinpoint that with fairly good precision. The big stones were sourced locally, which was not uncommon with European Neolithic sites. They sourced their materials usually within 10 miles. But the new techniques, these novel analysis techniques, showed us that the smaller stones were actually sourced abroad. They came from 180 miles away in Wales. Now, there were lots of theories around why the materials were sourced from so far away or how they even moved them. We don't know why, but for whatever reason, they sourced globally and they must have had a good reason because they wouldn't have undertaken the effort involved if they didn't have a good reason. Global sourcing applies more than ever today. I think of a Harley Davidson as an iconic American brand. As an American brand, being Minamate people are proud to think of it as made in America. And it is, technically, it is assembled at plants in the United States but with parts imported from many different countries. Just a few examples, the brakes and the clutches come from Italy. The engine pistons come from Austria. The bike suspension comes from Japan. And there are many other components that come from Mexico and China. So value chains like this one are global for many reasons. Initially, they were driven by cost. Let's go abroad for low cost labor. And then of course, there may be other parts that are only available raw materials closer to certain markets overseas. 
what we're actually seeing a lot of is regionalization. This is trying to come up with more regional trading blocks so that your sourcing and your consumers may be in a region instead of fully global or fully domestic or local supply chain. The third enduring element of Stonehenge is that it was built with innovative technology. The ground upon which Stonehenge is placed is sloping, but the stones are fully erect. So that tells us that these people knew something about the center of gravity and how to erect stones and then counterbalance them so that they stood upright. And keep in mind, this was all done before innovative technology like the wheel and metal. Technology was important to Stonehenge and it's important today to supply chains. Digital transformation is driving innovation. And one of the most significant drivers is artificial intelligence. McKinsey reports that companies that adopt artificial intelligence can improve their logistics costs by 15%, their inventory levels by 35%, and their service levels by 65%. Automation can take tedious tasks off the plate of the supply chain planner so they can focus on critical exceptions. One example, lead times. Think about a complex bill of materials like I mentioned earlier, something with hundreds if not thousands of parts. It's very hard, really impossible for a planner to be able to manage manually updating with accuracy all the lead times for a product like that. If we use artificial intelligence to predict lead times based on history of what they will actually be, not the planner's assumptions, we can increase the accuracy and take tedium off the planner's plate. We all know that in the last year especially, the unpredictable demand signal has been very hard to manage and understand. Demand sensing says that instead of just looking at sales history to do a statistical forecast, we're going to bring in other signals because sales history isn't the only thing that might help us understand the future. We might want to look at things like weather, customer sentiment, social media, even the actual sales price, depending on what kind of product you're selling. If we bring in these extra signals using artificial intelligence, we can enhance the forecast and increase the accuracy and get a better understanding of that demand signal. The goal of artificial intelligence should be to keep the lights on. We want to augment humans, not replace them. Gartner found in a study that the number one priority or a goal for adopting artificial intelligence in supply chains was to increase the efficiency of the supply chain, the people in the supply chain itself, not cost reduction or getting rid of humans. We want to augment them and not replace them. Hi, I'm Rob Fisher from IMHX. And I'd like to share a little insight into next year's event and to invite you, the listeners of the Logistics Podcast, to get involved. The next IMHX will be staged at the NEC Birmingham, 6th to the 8th of September. And boy, are we looking forward to welcoming our exhibitors and visitors back after a three-year hiatus. It's been an incredibly transformational time for the logistics sector, and this will be reflected on the show floor. Our core theme next year will be sustainability. This is a powerful and emotive subject which encompasses the social, environmental and economic needs of businesses. From diversity and inclusion to eradicating waste. From starting on the net zero carbon journey to ensuring that the needs of today do not compromise the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. Sustainability will be at the heart of IMHX 2022. And this is where you can get involved. We'd love to hear how your business has embraced and risen to the sustainability challenge. What's happening here and now? What investments or strategies are being considered? 
How, as an industry, do we raise the sustainability bar? I want our sessions to focus on real-world case studies, and I call upon UK logisticians to share their experiences and debate the key sustainability issues at IMHX. So please do reach out to me by emailing rob.fisher at informa.com. Finally, I'd like to thank you for being part of our growing podcast community, and I'm looking forward to meeting you at IMHX in September 2022. Stonehenge was built by and for humans. Now, there are lots of theories as to why it was built. Was it a Druid temple? Was it a burial site? Was it a coronation location for kings? Many theories. The most accepted is that it was a temple aligned with the movements of the sun. Now, if we could ask the Neolithic man or woman on the street why it was built, they would know. They were the customer after all, right? It was built for humans. And it was also built by humans, literally by hand, because they did not have the tools that we have available today, the automation available to us. But even though we have tremendous automation, supply chains still need people power more than ever. Keep in mind that supply chains are about you. If you're the customer, supply chains start when you place an order and when you receive the order. After all, supply chains are keepers of the last touch before the customer receives the product. Supply chains may need automation and artificial intelligence to modernize and to get the benefits that we all believe are necessary to compete, but AI needs humans. AI lacks context, collaboration, and conscience. Let me explain. What AI can do is it can predict well, but it cannot explain reality. We need planners who have incredible domain expertise about their area to explain what's actually happening by turning data into stories. In the immediate aftermath of lockdowns last year, we worked with a retailer. They knew that their sales history was not at all a good predictor of their current demand, so they couldn't rely on traditional techniques for a sales forecast. But they wanted something to try to figure out how to understand what to stock and sell. So we used an artificial intelligence technique called clustering to just say, what are the patterns in the data of everything they had sold so far in those recent weeks after lockdown? And we found multiple patterns, and I'll explain three just to give an example. The first is a cluster of products like perfume, cosmetics, candy, where there was a lifestyle change. In lockdown, people needed those things less. And so there was a declining demand, but the pattern was showing that it was actually coming back. Medicine, personal care products, vitamins, those were things that people were worried they would not be able to get. So they stocked up. You could see a spike in demand. But then once they had their stock, the demand stayed steady. And thirdly, eggs, milk, you can't pantry load eggs and milk because they're perishable, so the demand is solid. So what the artificial intelligence could do is find these patterns in the sales data, but it couldn't explain them. It was up to humans to explain these patterns and then use them to actually make decisions. Now, we know it took hundreds of humans to build Stonehenge together, and it takes hundreds of humans to run a supply chain. AI can analyze relationships mathematically, distance between points, things like this, but AI cannot establish relationships or maintain them. Only humans can build relationships. This is not something that can be automated. But we know that collaboration is critical to supply chains, and especially during a disruption. Communication cannot be automated. This is something only humans can do in order to establish the kind of relationships and maintain them and improve them during times of disruption. Now, we know Stonehenge was purpose-built for some important ritual meaning, even if we don't know why. And it's humans that also bring conscience to supply chains, because AI cannot tell right from wrong. It can find patterns in data, 
but it cannot tell right from wrong. And telling right from wrong, bringing conscience and purpose to supply chains is actually growing in importance these days. One of the things MIT found in a study about supply chain sustainability is that investment in supply chain sustainability is actually at the same level or even increasing over where it was before the pandemic. And Gardner predicts that the future of supply chain is purpose-driven. They found that 85% of supply chain leaders said that the primary purpose of supply chains is to deliver positive value to customers, employees, and society. They ranked this ahead of investor return. So how do we lead supply chains into the future? I've told you about enduring elements of supply chains, the role of planning, that value chains are global, innovation is critical, and supply chains are built by and for humans. Those elements will continue into the future, but what will help us actually thrive in the future? Accenture says that only 4% of supply chains are future ready. So if you're in that 96%, what do you need to do? Here are some tips from Accenture. The first, upskill your people. While we have humans being augmented by artificial intelligence, as we invest in automation and digital transformation and AI to power it, we also need to invest in our people, upskill them to give them the skills they need to work in a modern supply chain. Collaboration is critical. So how do we make collaboration happen? Break down the silos and supply chains and connect the supply chain so that you can actually see what's happening and people can collaborate. And thirdly, conscience. It's shared metrics that matter that allow us to drive to these purpose-driven outcomes. But we need to align on those shared metrics and make sure everyone across the entire supply chain can see those shared metrics that matter and align their efforts to it and see the impact of their decision, their actions on any of those metrics. I love this quote from Pedro Noriega at Procter & Gamble. When you have the ability to look forward, predict and anticipate, the future looks brighter and easier. Pedro was a supply chain leader at Procter & Gamble and he is a proponent and a believer in the role of supply chains in our future and the fact that supply chains are human. Thank you to Polly for talking to us today. Here at the Logistics Podcast, we like to turn our listeners into readers. So please do sign up to the free SHD Logistics newsletter to receive our top stories by visiting shdlogistics.com. Thank you for listening to the Logistics Podcast. See you again soon.